Brilliantly acrobatic save. Shaka's corner, Shiro! Starting with an attacking player in the second half, just as the ball kicks off, DJ sticks running with the ball. DJ sticks past the DJ Stones. Wow, DJ Stones run past Leonel Messi, runs past Cristiano Ronaldo, passes to Fernandino. Fernandino passes back to DJ Stones. DJ Stones takes a shot and he misses, but DJ sticks is there for the rebound and he hits it in. And wow, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is classic play. And this is the VAR show. Welcome everybody. Welcome to an exciting, fantastic installment of the VAR show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. Better. Shouldn't we say podcasts have never been better? Podcasts have never been Both better. radio and podcasts have never been better. Radio and podcasts have never been this better. This is a real experience. It is. Yeah. Live. <laughs> yes. Now, where do we start? Before we hit any of these beautiful tunes, you are listening to the host who does the most, even when he makes toast. Mm. The one, the only, five-time Ballon d'Or winning presenter, <laughs> Present. DJ Stones. And with me here is? Is the host who does not boast because he is from the West Coast. Oh. Uh, it's actually yes. from the South, but anyway. I am from the South Coast. But, uh... I can say whatever I want because it's my mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the man on flick always slick, always clicks. DJ sticks. And we're here. DJ sticks and stones. Yeah. You know, um, this past week, uh. I did something to, you know, to, to bring back my, my childhood, you know, like a little nostalgic moment. Okay. And okay. I watched um, an old wrestling match. You, you did? Know? Yeah, yeah. You did? It was SummerSlam 2002. Let's go! Brock Lesnar versus The Rock. Whoa. And I actually realized why, as like, you know, when I was young, why I'd like these things. Because these guys overacted, you know? <laughs> like, 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 uh, uh, Brock Lesnar is standing far from the ropes. Yeah. But then The Rock gives him this punch, and then the guy literally, like, flies out the ring. He sold it. Like, just like... <laughs> flies like he swings all the way back and it like, goes over the ring <laughs> but something i really liked about 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 the rock back then was this you know like um you know was uh like 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 uh, how do i put it how do i put it uh, dj sticks what, what are we about to do after this it uh, doesn't matter <laughs> what you think <laughs> I used to enjoy that, you know? What does that have to do with anything? That's his best. I don't know. Yeah. Let's enjoy these tunes. Thanks. <laughs>
I hope you guys enjoyed that tune. I did. It doesn't matter wow. what you think. Are you going to bring it back into the second segment? How dare you? And can you see how I connected two different sections together? Yeah? Yeah. I see, yep, I see, yep. I see. I'm, I'm so proud of myself. Anyway, let's hop straight into it. Before we hit our main topic, some football news. Yeesh. Eight people passed away after a calf con game due to a stampede. Mm. You know, after something... Interesting happens, you know, something like wow happens in AFCON. I feel like, like, same week you're gonna hear bad news, you know. Nah, this there is was the left back who was a goalkeeper who did pretty well, yeah, you know, yeah. And what was it, Cosmos for Cosmos? And this was their first time ever making it to a quarterfinals or knockout stage. Fantastic news, man. And now, boom, man. eight people die in a stampede. In a stampede. Now, look, I can't fully blame Kev. You can't yeah. predict stampedes. You can't. You, uh, but you can prepare for them. You can prepare for them, you know? Definitely. And uh, it's kind of sad that people went to watch such a beautiful sport and ended up not going home, you know? And um, us here in the VR show and the whole of Active FM, we send our condolences to the families that lost members in that stampede. All eight, fam- all eight families yeah. um, that lost someone there. And even those who got injured, we, we, we send our condolences and the our sympathies and our sympathies to y'all. Really? And Kev needs to need to work on this, you know. Yeah. Um, we've not heard of a stampede after a Euros game, you know. No. Um, things need to. We know how football can get. We know for a fact that we, sometimes it gets very violent, especially with national pride. You know, especially and we need pride. to ensure that these things don't happen in any level of football, you know. Um, even us as fans, it is our responsibility to not allow such things from happening. Yeah, it so is our responsibility to make sure we're safe. To make sure that our fellow, our fellow fans are safe, whether they are on your side of of the support line or they're against you. You know, doesn't matter. It's not a gang. Yeah, Manchester United is not a gang. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to go out and be hooligans against Liverpool fans. Because yeah. they're not footballers. I mean, they're not a gang. <laughs> Going on to some uh, light, lighter news, some positive news. For anyone who's not an Arsenal fan, uh-huh. Vladovic could be going to Juventus. Uh-huh. His release clause of 75 million was triggered. And it looks like he might be Heading down to the old lady. Just in case you don't know who Vlaovic is. Uh, he is the prolific, the outstanding goal scorer of Florentina this season. One and only. One. Up there. And only. He's up there. So Dusan Vladovic has had an amazing season amazing, this season. And an amazing, amazing season. season last season. Proving to, be what it, proving to have what it takes to be a top flight goal scorer. Yeah. Something that... Um, Juventus definitely needs. Oh no, oh, no, definitely. Definitely, definitely needs. Definitely needs. And what's, what's going to also happen is that their current striker, Morata, could be moving to Barcelona. Whoa, epic. Yeah, so he could be epic. moving to Barcelona. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see. Um, this is a good deal. 
I wonder what is going, what his impact is going to be in that team because they're really, really needing somebody who's lethal in front, who has that bloodlust in front, you know? Mm-hmm. Someone who can, who can... Basically, they, they're there when they need it, you know? Poach! They, they're there when they need it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, like Juventus this season have been... I think this is one of their worst starts to a season and one of their worst seasons in a long time. Yep. You know, where they've not been the dominant eight-time eight winning... What was it? Eight or nine mm-hmm. Scudetto winning side. In a row. In a row, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's where the issue comes in. And I know football doesn't revolve around a single player, mm-hmm. but you feel the impact of the loss of Ronaldo. No, you do. Who was their goal scorer. No, you do. You actually do. You do. You know? Yeah. Unlike Barcelona, where they're feeling the impact of the entire team. <laughs> I'm yeah. joking. I'm joking. Yeah. But now, going into Barcelona. So, Enzo Fati... Is injured again. What? For another two to three months. So surprised. And he's refused to go for knee surgery and is going to go through the normal recovery. Ah, this is frustrating now. You know, I think it's more frustrating for him than any of us, eh? For real. Like, he's young. He's a young talent. You know, he has the potential to be spoken in the same conversations as your Bellingham. Your your Foden's. your Fodens, you know your Hollands, your your Mbappes, but he's constantly plagued with injury. Oh my god! And I guess this further shows the issue that is in Barcelona. How is he being? Cause it's not the first, it's not the second time where within two three matches from a previous injury, he's picking up an injury again. He's gone again. And it's not like he's getting a slight injury, like a hamstring pull or uh, like a, what's it called? A twisted ankle. What is, what is yeah, it called? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, something that doesn't take you out for months. Yeah. But the injuries he's getting are injuries that take him out for months. In fact, he played, what, two, three games coming out from his last injury and he's gotten injured again. And the previous injury took him out for one, one two months. Yeah, yeah. A long time. And it was a long time. As, as a medical staff, you know, how do, how do they allow a player to carry on playing? Yeah. Is he fully fit is now the question. Mm-hmm. Does he come back too soon? Is that the problem? And now, if he, is, there, is, he, is he too weak? Is he not weak? As like, is, he too, yeah, is he physically weak to be doing this? Do they need to strengthen him up? Mm-hmm. What Build needs to up. happen? Yeah, for him to not constantly get injured. There definitely needs to be a change of action here because this is... As a young talent, this could, this could demolish. No, for real. The World Cup is also coming up. And he might not make it in for Spain. Probably won't. You Probably. Know? And it's a, it's a problem. It's, a, it's an actual problem because this season in La Liga has only had five appearances. Too little. And what, in 20-something games already? Way too little. Way too little. It's an actual issue. Yeah. And something needs to happen. He needs to build his match fitness. He needs to build... Um, he needs to be able to build physically. 19 of age and he's gotten through almost as much injuries as Usman Dembele. <laughs> <laughs> almost. You know, Usman Dembele was also now leaving the club. 
um, they've refused to meet his contract demands and he's refused to meet to take a pay cut so they're like they don't want him anymore whoa and Get out of the here. scenes in barcelona's medical center when they realized dembele is not going to be coming in was so sad <laughs> it's gone it's gone i cannot take it no more oh no <laughs> i want to heal dembele <laughs> so he it looks like he might be so they're going they're wanting to sell him now because he'll be going on a free in the summer if i'm not mistaken oh yeah and now talking about free transfers that goes to our main topic which Yee. is pre-contracts so what's a pre-contract so pre-contract a pre-contract is basically an agreement between a player and a club committing to transfer the player's registration once their contract with their current club has expired what? Right, so this this was under the famous 1995 uh, Bozeman ruling. We should do a show on that, right? We should, definitely should do a show. The players on can agree on pre-contracts up to six months before their contract is expiring. Whoa! So FIFA regulation states that a club intended to conclude a contract uh, with any professional must inform the player's current club in writing before entering into any negotiation with him. Mm. A professional should only be free to conclude a contract with another club if his contract with his parent club has expired or is, is due to expire within six months. Mm. Any breach of this provision shall shall subject to an appropriate sanction. Okay. Okay. So if you have about like six months left into your contract, you can then sign a pre-contract. Now, why did we bring that up? Why is this so important? Mm -hmm. Because the amount of people yeah. whose contract is ending in the summer of 2022... Well, the winter for us. I don't know why. Yeah. You know, why do we follow us. European people? In the winter of 2022. Oh, winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's quite crazy. You know, you have players, you know. Yeah, you know, you have like players, you know, like players like Kylian Mbappe there, you know. No, you know? Mbappe. Yeah, okay. Mbappe, you know. Not bad. You have not Paul bad. Pogba. Paul Pogba. Okay. You know, people with the current mar uh, market value of 160 mil, you know. Yeah, just 160 mil. Just the measly 160 mil. It's nothing. It's <laughs> not. But it's quite crazy because you have... um Sure. So in center forwards, you have people like Kylian Mbappe. Whoa. You know, um, you have uh, Paulo Dybala. Whoa. Whoa. You know, you have Casey from from uh, AC Milan. <laughs> Rudiger from Chelsea, but he's looking like he's more likely to sign a new contract. Yeah, yeah. Eriksen, yeah. Usman Dembele. Hey. Does, there's a player United is actually wanting to get Dennis Zakaria. Hmm. You know, Frank um, Casey as well. Frank Cassier, Lacazette, Jesse Lingard. What the heck? There's more. Ton Toad Cantwell. And this is just the list. Through the list, we're just going through the best names, you Nic know. Nicolas Sule. Yeah, Luis Felipe. Angel Di Maria. Oh, no. As I go to page two. Whoa, there's a page two. <laughs> there's a page two. <laughs> and this is not all the names. These are just the, 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 the best names from the pick. Uh, Toliso. That's crazy. Ponedeski. This is crazy. Onana, who could be going to AC Milan. I think he signed a pre-contract with AC Milan. Oh, for Zagadu real? from Dortmund. Sean Longst Longstaff, what? who I don't think they're going to keep him. He's probably going to leave. Yeah, he's probably going to Yeah, leave. I don't think Newcastle need him anymore. Hmm. Serge Aurier. Diva Corrigi. You know, um, <laughs> Luka Modric, but he's going to sign a new contract. At the age of 35. Ivan Perisic. Perisic. 32 years old. I don't really see much for him. 
Luis Suarez, who could be going to Aston Villa. That's crazy. Back in the Premier League. Oh. And there's so many names, because that's just page two. You know, Eddie, and, uh, Eddie uh, Ketier from, from Arsenal. Arsenal. It's crazy. And as you go to page three, there's even bigger names. Isco, so, uh, Sergio Roberto. Oh, my. Isco is worth nine million. That's crazy. Yeah, he's old. Isco is 29. He's going nine to peak thirties. You know, it's quite, it's quite crazy to think. Sergio Roberto... But it's quite crazy, you know, the amount of players that are on a, on a, that can sign a pre-contract right now. And, you know, as, as, as a club, it also puts you in an interesting position, you know? Yeah, definitely. It puts you in a very, very interesting position because definitely. people now can also come to you with an interesting offer. Like, I'm not, if I'm any team, I'm not offering PSG 160 more for killing Mbappe. Never. They'll be lucky to get 100 more from me. Lucky. Very lucky. Because the player clearly doesn't want to stay. Yeah. He now has six months left in his contract. Mm -hmm. So I can either buy him now for my 60, 70, 80 million. Or I can just wait. I can sign a contract with him and wait six months. A pre-contract. Yeah, I'll have him for next season. I can wait. But now, the situation where it gets tough is for the player. Yeah. Because, you know, most clubs... Uh, so if Mbappe uh, uh, were to sign a pre-contract with you, mm -hmm. PSG already knows this guy is going. Yeah. So no matter what. So now what do we do? Do we play him? Do we... Look, if, if you're smart, what you do is you first get into contact with the agents. Okay. And through the agents, you know, because um, you're, not, you're, not, you're, not, you're not going into any negotiations or stuff. So you just to the agent, you tell them, look, um, we can, we can, we're looking, we're interested in your player. Yeah. And we're interested in signing a pre preseason contract probably four months down, you know? And then they can then officially do start talks on a pre contract in like that fourth month. Oh when that time when you comes. have like four months left. Okay. And in your the last four months of football, you know, a player like Mbappe, you can't afford not to play him. That's what I was gonna say though. You know? If you Mbappe you fine. But I still think like some clubs will, will not wanna sell him. I mean will not wanna let him play. Even a Mbappe. Even an Mbappe, because it's a spit in the face, you know? But It's a spit in the face. But especially when you have things like Champions League, you have your league games, you have your cup games. Especially a team like PSG can drop Mbappe. Mm, I don't think so. They can so. do a front three of Di Maria, Lionel Messi and, and Neymar. But not for every the false game. nine. Not for every single they, game. They can, they, can, they can switch constantly between Icardi and, and, and I lost his name now, Di Maria. That makes sense. No, no, no. PSG can do it definitely. PSG can definitely do it. Because you yeah. know the a big problem, like because right next to this type of issue in transfers, right, you also have release clause. Yeah. So you have Erling Haaland, right, um, who's a, a prolific goal scorer for Borussia Dortmund, Crazy. right, and now he has a release clause of, if I'm not mistaken, it's like 80 million, uh, 70 million around there, right? Yeah. His current worth, according to transfermarket.co.za, mm -hmm. right? So he was bought for 20 million. His current value is 150 million. <laughs> so if they were to sell him, they would be able to sell him for 150 million, right? And make insane profit. And make, yeah, make insane, insane, insane profit. Insane, insane. And now the thing comes out now that if they don't sell him now, People can get him for measly eight, 
18 million. I think about 18 million mm. euros. Almost half that. Almost half, half of the amount. actual value. Yeah. Whoa. So now, you know, the crazy thing is, do you sell him now where you can probably get a good 100, 110 million? Because, you know, right now he's a very sought out um, striker, you know? So if Man United come and say, look, they like, no, we're not willing to meet your 110 million, 90 million. City could come and say, hey, we'll do 100 million. Yeah. And then he'll go to City, you know? Now. Now. Yeah. Or they can now, you know, wind up keep him for the rest of the season and try to have a great season with him. Mm-hmm. And as soon as his release clause is triggered, it's now up to the player to whether he wants to go play for the squad or not. Whoa. It's like Dusan Vladovic. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. getting close to signing Arsenal. And then Juventus came in. And can you see, it's not because Juventus is technically a Florentina rival. It is. And that's the type of, that's the type of, you really want to sell your prolific goal scorer to your arrival team in the league. And then he's going to play against you. And probably score three goals. Yeah, or four. Or four, you know. So I think business-wise, a smarter option would have have been to sell it to to Arsenal. Arsenal. Don't want to see him again. But it's not up to them. It's not. They're triggering his release clause. Whoa. So he chooses whatever team he wants to go. Whatever team he wants to go. I think Juventus is the better one. Just saying. Just putting it out there. I'd actually want, I'd, I'd prefer to go to Arsenal. What? They're they have a better league. Pro- they, have a better, they have a better project they're building around right now. And yeah, they're also lacking in... In that department. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not supposed to be, but they are. And plus, there's nothing like the Premier League. But now, the difficulties. Obviously, as a fan, we want to see him go to the Premier League. Because, you know. No, like, if I was his agent, you know, obviously, I would see how much they want to pay him. And obviously, his starting position, you know. If you're going to tell him he's going to be an important uh, player or an impactful sub, and he's not going to be a first-team player, he's not going to be a regular starter, he's not going to be a star player. I'm not going to let you sign him. Yeah. If Arsenal is going to let him be a star player, meaning that he's going, he's definitely going to have starting time. You know, he's definitely going to get his minutes. And uh, Juventus is not willing to give him the same thing. I'd say, no, screw Juventus, you know. But if it's vice versa, I'll say, screw Arsenal, you know. But it's crazy. I'm going to close off at this point. Arsenal should be given an award for almost signing. Promise you. They almost had Ronaldo. Almost had Messi. Almost had Messi. Almost had Zlatan. <laughs> now they almost had Vladovic. Almost had Vardy, almost had Mares. It's crazy, D. Ah, it's crazy. And yeah. the, it's like and like when we say almost they were like a few days like with Ronaldo, they were like a f- um United came in about like one or two days earlier than them. Hmm. So they already started the whole conversation. They already spoke to Ronaldo. It was just now contract signing. And then boom. And then United came in. And did things quicker. Zlatan, they told him he must he must take trials, and Zlatan mm, does not do trials. No, no ways, man. So it's quite crazy to think of. I know with Mares, there were already Mares shirts printed out. Yeah. And then like, City came yeah, and like fans were wearing them, in. and then uh, City did their thing. It's quite crazy, man. What? <sighs> it's a bad ending for their story. Yeah. In their story. I'm but talking about endings. Ending for us. <laughs> We're about to have a good ending. Nice one. We're about yeah, to have yeah, a good yeah, ending yeah. as we're about to end the show. Lots of love from us, the VAR show, to you guys, our wonderful fans. Yeah. We're signing out. Peace.
Like what you're listening to? Follow Active FM on all social media platforms. Facebook at forward slash Active FM online radio. Instagram at Active FM 777. YouTube at Active FM. And Twitter at Active FM.